What it do, what it do, what it do, Safe Space Podcasters. It is your boy, Jordan Brown. We are back. Yes, I am here in the studio with... Uh, Jason. And uh, sorry we've been gone for a long time, guys. Uh, stuff got in the way. School, work, you know how it is. So <laughs> this, plans. This is all. This is the reason why we formed Safe Space in the first place, so we could reach out to the community and we could basically find out what's eating you guys. So uh, before we get started, uh, let's do a little catching up. So Jason, how have you been in the last five months? I can't believe first. I can't believe it's been five months since the last time. So yeah. I mean, it's been a good summer and um, been keeping good with the fall. Busy working on some projects with work and school and okay, um, got a lot going on. Doing concerts and just enjoying going, enjoying myself. So you do you doing concerts? You prefer, like you playing some instruments up over here? Oh uh, no, just busy. Um, Going to concerts with uh, who I have a couple of friends who are in band and okay, yeah, yeah. so you a roadie then? I'm a roadie, yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I I dig it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, as for me, man, uh, don't even get me started, bro. School, work, getting a car, you know, mm-hmm. it's all it's all been hectic and taking care of the car payments too. Mm-hmm. And well, luckily for me, I'm in my like my senior year mm-hmm. at a uh, King University, so. Uh, by the spring, I will hopefully be graduating very soon. Just hope that my teachers can spare me and please let me get out of here as soon as I possibly can. But um, but so far, things have been stable. Life's been good. I've been getting involved with some projects myself. Uh, currently, I'm basically acting as like a behind-the-scenes uh, stage crew is for this uh, upcoming play called Indecent, which actually has a lot of like Jewish, you know, culture Mm-hmm. Uh, mixed within the blend so like this is actually a very interesting play i had the script at home and i actually read really 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 interesting piece also uh i have a buddy who wants to do a film version of like a play that i did back at the dragonfly art center um over in plainfield mm-hmm. which is a selective service you know a play that's about like the media is always basically like you know trying to glamorize the thing about like soldiers, you know, going to the army sign up for the military when they don't know what they're getting into. And then like, basically you get the soldiers that come back with a lot of scars, Mm -hmm. a lot of battle damage and nobody talks about that. So it's going to be nice to see that transition from stage to film. Mm -hmm. And this is actually, and this is going to be my first time, like, you know, in a while acting in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. So like, this is going to be a really good, um, really good experience for me. And, uh, Hopefully it blends both my schedule and I hope everything goes smoothly. I am praying to God that things go by smoothly because uh, there are days where I just need a vacation. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. And, and with all this stuff getting off our chest, you know, with stuff getting in the way, stuff being stressful, this leads us into today's topic. But first, uh, just a little reminder for those of us who are new to the channel and are joining us here, Safe Space New Jersey is a organization that really promotes the well-being of the community we like to reach out to people dealing with a lot of like personal issues issues that mainly involve like you know sometimes depression sometimes anxiety stuff that just really bothers you in the head so uh feel free to reach out feel free to let us know how your day is going how your life is going and uh we'll get back to you as soon as we possibly can you know and hey just letting you know we're, we're here for you we care about you and with that said let's talk about the topic of the day stress Boy, do we deal with it a lot. So, in my personal opinion, stress could be a good thing Mm -hmm. and it could be a bad thing. The reason why I say that is this, because I'm currently taking a health class and one of the lessons that we were going over was basically had to do with stress. There are, apparently there are bad stress 
motivators and there are good stress motivators because like the bad ones obviously come with the fact is like it affects your mental health it affects your physical health you know if you're stressed out you just basically you're not in the mood to do anything Mm -hmm. you don't want to get up in the morning you don't want to go to work you don't want to go to school you don't want to even like probably even go to the gym which takes like a real big toll on your body and it also you know you got migraines you know it's messing with your head you know and you just you just feel as though you can't even it's like literally i've seen so many instances where so many people were stressed out that they literally barked at me they were angry i just i'm just trying to figure out what's going on it's like you know what we're all in college and college i think is one of the biggest times where like you know in your life where you feel the most stressed because what you want to do is like you want to get an education. You want to get your bachelor's degree so that you could go for your dream job, mm-hmm. so that you could basically get a career going, and basically you find your passion, you find what you uh, want to do. But there are times where like college just becomes so stressful, and I can relate to this because it's like I'm in the theater conservatory. Mm-hmm. What people need to understand about the theater conservatory is that they will make you jump through hoops mm-hmm. just to be part of a production, and not only that, they'll also make you jump through hoops just to stay in that like major field. In order for you to graduate on time. And I remember they were, when I first transferred from Keene to UCC, they were playing around with my credits. I transferred with like 35 credits instead of like a full 60 something, which should have been the case. Thank God that my advisor, David, great guy, love the guy. Um, he basically made sure that those credits that were good for my resume, for my portfolio, for my GPA, were on my record. Mm-hmm. So like this way I could have graduated with a full with the full credits from both UCC and King University. But I've been stuck at this school for years and they're wondering like why didn't they transfer those credits over? And that's what I'm trying to figure out. But you know what? You live and you learn. Good stress relievers, I could basically say it's like this. I would say they're the best stress reliever I think is basically like the times where like you're just in such a like a white noise type of headspace. White noise is what I uh, basically like to call like basically distractions that keep you focused. Like music. Yeah, exactly. Music. That's a yeah. that's a great one because you need music like, you know, let's say like, you know, you want to jam to like the weekend or like a lot of like great music artists like Billie Eilish and stuff mm-hmm. like that when you feel as though silence isn't helping you study for an exam. Silence isn't really helping you. <laughs> Uh, you know, remember everything that you read in the book. And that could be a good, like, that could be a good stressor because it motivates you to basically say, like, hey, let's get this done, but, like, let's not make it boring. Let's not make it silent. Let's not make it so uh, informational cramming because you want a little bit of enlightenment. You want something to, like, take the edge off. That's a good kind of distraction. I know myself, like, the other day, like, I was feeling stressed out and I was all, you know, just stressed out. And for me, I was like, oh, let's put the music turn on Pandora and uh, just listening to music puts you in a different frame of mind. Right. And it kind of makes you forget about, not completely forget, for that, but for that moment, forget about what may be causing that stress. So yeah. listening to music, going for a run, and like, I know sometimes people will, will self-isolate themselves, like we said earlier, and they, lack, yeah. they lack motivation. Yeah. So I think like, Finding something that you enjoy, going for maybe a bike ride, walk, run, going like to the YMCA or yeah. a gym, yeah, or just even, socializing with people, just working out by yourself. Some people like to be alone, yeah, when they're, when they're feeling stressed. But just any something to help uh, finding an outlet, yeah, for the stress, yeah. And like you know, also a good one would probably be like pacing yourself too. You know, if you got to walk back and forth, you just got to get a good stretch in. You know, to just feel good, loosen yourself up so you can prepare yourself for like, you know, a very mentally daunting challenge. Um, And 
I really feel as though is like we don't talk about stress enough, how much it can have a lasting effect on you because stress can do a lot of things to people physically. It could make you go bald. It could cause migraines that could lead to cancer. You know, it could basically, it could really affect someone's physical health. That's why it's very important that we learn to basically, that's why I feel as though stuff like meditation, Mm -hmm. you know, spiritual practices and stuff like that to basically get yourself a little bit more attuned, a little bit more calm Mm -hmm. can really, really be very beneficial because especially for actors too, because there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of pressure on actors because you have to be a part of a show. You have to do all this. You basically have to like do eight, like eight shows in like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And you need to be mentally and physically prepared for like each of those shows, like stuff like that. It's hard, especially when you're a college student taking a theater class, mm-hmm. like uh, not even a, not even a theater class. You're a college and like you're in a student level production mm-hmm. of like a play that you want to put on for the public. But you also have to worry about classes. You got to worry about grades. You got to worry about due dates for assignments and stuff like that. And I really feel as though like we as actors, you know, we have to like. Well, not you, but me, you know, of yeah, course. No, no, no. Yeah, but uh, we really should start practicing a lot more, like, you know, just self-discipline. And self-discipline. Like self, self-meditation, because, you know, on, yeah. I don't want to charge you on, but I think that often that, let's say you're working at school, you got a project going on at school. Right. And you're in the theater, and you're just minding your business, and then right. someone will walk in who's feeling stressed, too, and and they will... They'll bring it, extra they'll, they'll stress. Bu- they'll, yeah, they'll give. They'll bully you and create. They'll transfer their stress onto you. Yeah, and I see that sometimes within school settings where you're in, you're taking a class oh, yeah. and someone will have an attitude and take it out on you. And they take it out. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 that, and the crazy part mm-hmm. is, sorry, yeah, sorry to jump in, but like, no, 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 that was great. Mm-hmm. But um, I really feel as though some people will find that they can relieve their own stress by basically taking down someone else. And that's what's kind of led to a lot of the drama in my life at uh, King University. The mm-hmm. fact is that I'm just trying to stay positive. I'm just trying to stay optimistic. Mind your business, you know, I'm, I'm minding my business. I'm not bothering anybody. But if someone's having a shitty day, yes, I just, it is. And like, I just give them a simple hello. Hello, hi, hi, or something like that. I get it. You're in the space where like you don't want. You're in the space where, like, you don't want to, like, you know, you talk to anybody because you're dealing with a lot. You got a lot on your plate. There's a lot of pressure put on you. I get it. But I'm stressed out just as much as you are. I'm going through the same stuff as much as you are. I feel emotionally drained as much as you do. So what's the point of feeding more negative energy into somebody else to the point where it's like they can't take it anymore? The least we could do is try to be each other's support system. Yes. Yeah. And, you know... I really feel as though, like, you know, human beings today, they're not as emotionally mature as they tend to be, like, you know, way back when. Or, like, even if they were probably way back when. Because, Mm -hmm. like, literally, most people, when they get super stressed out, where do they turn to? They turn to, like, very destructive um, health destroyers, like, junk food. Drug and alcohol abuse. Drug, exactly, drug and alcohol abuse. And it's, like... And stress can even get into the middle of, like, your relationships, too. That's why. I, and, like. And it can cause stress, too. Yeah. Relationships. Oh, yeah. Relationships. Yeah. Especially if you're in basically in a position where, like, look, you both are hustling. You're both are on your grind. But, yeah, like, the two of you, <laughs> the two of you, like, you're both stressed out. You both have deadlines to meet and stuff like that. And, like, literally, you guys are both feeling emotionally drained. It's like, why are y'all, why are y'all fighting? Why are y'all in each other's space? It's like. Bro, if you're if you had a hard day, just tell your partner you had a hard day. You're just not in the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it's it, it, like, and I feel like for guys especially, it's hard for them to basically tell their girl that they're not in the mood because that's that's gonna work her nerves, mm-hmm. and she's gonna take it out on him, and he's gonna take it out on someone else. He's exactly. Gonna go, he's gonna go to school and then start yelling at some poor soul who's not even exactly, and that could even that could even happen in friendships. It can. It can. Mm-hmm. It can happen in friendships. It's like literally, it's like. This one person who you thought was going to be your best friend when you just met them in college. And it's like, you guys have been doing everything together. You've been hanging out. You've been talking, doing all this crazy stuff together. And then you find out immediately. They switch from you from zero to 100 real quick. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, they hate you. They can't stand you. They can't stand to be around you. But really, they're just stressed out. Let me tell you. The, so, like, literally, that goes into the story. Mm-hmm. That goes into the story of, like, how the drama for me started at King University. So, like, literally, I was coming on. You know, I was trying to be friendly with someone and some person said I was coming on a little too strong, especially when I was at, they're at a point where they're like, they're not okay. They're not feeling happy. They're not stressed out. So I didn't pick up on that because I was really bad at picking up on social cues. So not only as an actor, but also as a human being, I had to learn to pick up on those type of instincts. See, like if someone looks like they are fragile, super fragile in the head, they are super stressed the heck out. You leave them alone. Yeah. You leave them alone until the storm has passed. Even if it takes a month, and if it doesn't pass in a month, then it's not for you. Yeah, it's not It's not for you. (laughs) And I should have learned that the hard way because that's what led to rumors starting about me. That's what led to people thinking that I'm a terrible person. I did this, that. It's like literally it all came from the fact that you were just stressed out about classes. Mm -hmm. And like, what did we just say? We said this could lead to very self-destructive behavior and it could also lead to very negative influence. Mm -hmm. Like, rumors talking about people saying like oh he's doing this oh he's doing that he's a problem he's or she's a problem or they're a problem whatever and and it's good to like have a yeah positive reinforcement or positive support system i don't if you got friends someone someone to talk to if you i mean we have contacts on our website even if you'd like to come talk to us talk to one of our send us an email oh yeah yeah, so um, you send us an email at our uh, safe space email. You can even email me at uh, brownjordan0523 at gmail.com. And um, literally, what I will also want to talk about is, remember how we just mentioned relationships? Let's talk about that for a second. Relationships. Relationships can be a tricky subject. Family, friends. Girlfriend, boyfriend, it did, there's so many different types of relationships. And being able to, and that all those relationships can be stressful. And being able to understand how to deal with the stress. Everyone's been there. So the question becomes is, how do you formulate healthy relationships? So, like, this is something I actually learned in my health class at Key University. And, you know, we had a library topics. We were talking about stress. We were talking about good stress reinforcements, you know, positive reinforcements, stuff like that. But we were also talking, it also led into our conversation about relationships. How do we formulate healthy relationships with people? Because the problem with today's society is that we're so caught up in like our own self-indulgences. We're all so caught up in like our lust for being so prideful that we forget to like, you know, make relationships that matter. Because I literally say like this whole, this is my deal. If I'm searching for a friend or a partner, 
you know, someone for me to love mm-hmm. or someone for me to have in my circle, they need to have a sense of emotional maturity, especially in times of stress. Mm-hmm. You need to be the type of person for me personally to basically say, hey, if I'm stressed out about something, I know how to handle myself in an emotionally stressful situation. Because if you basically, if you basically act out of spite, mm-hmm. if you get start whooping at people, you get angry at people, yelling at people, and yelling at people, and you basically curse them out online, say something about them, act like you know an internet troll, like a little kid, then that's going to have a lot of negative reinforcement on your social life mm-hmm. and it's- relationships that are both intimate and platonic. And I remember my professor really told me that. If you really want to make a relationship work through good times and bad, there's this, there's something that this scientist uh, came up with that he mentioned. His name is uh, Robert, uh, I think it's Robert Sternick. And Robert Sternick came up with this, like this scientific theory about love. Mm-hmm. It's called the three triangle love theory. Not a love triangle. That's an entirely different uh, situation, but the three triangle love theory, there's three bases to it. There's intimacy, there's compassion and then there's commitment. The problem with human relationships today is that too many, that too many people that are dating today, they're stuck inside of the intimacy phase. They're stuck in that phase of like, this person makes me feel good Mm -hmm. physically and emotionally. But you know, when we think of intimacy, normally it goes towards sex. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like literally it's like intimacy. Oh, it means sex. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. you hook up with someone. It's like, if that's your definition of intimacy, you are sorely missing out, my friend. You are sorely got, missing out. There's a lot of more components to intimacy. There's a lot more. There's a whole bunch of more components to intimacy. It's emotional intimacy. It's mental intimacy. You need to basically like intimacy is more so about you cherish this person's company. You basically want to share memories with this person. You want to share adventures with this person. You want to share, you know, happy thoughts with this person mm-hmm. and everything like that. And that's what can lead into compa- uh, uh, compassion because how can you have compassion for someone who you just don't feel comfortable around enough to basically say, it's like, Hey, we made a relationship. We made it happen. You know, we went on some crazy adventures. We had a lot of fun. This person makes me feel safe. They made me feel happy enough for me to be myself around. But, and then once that compassion comes in, that's where you can lead into the commitment where you want to be with this person for the rest of your life. You want to be, and there's the problem. We're stuck in phase one. We're stuck in intimacy because we only have one part of intimacy, which is the sexual part of intimacy. And I understand sex is a big part of a relationship. But here's the thing. Sex in a relationship could also lead to stress, too, Mm -hmm. especially if you got a partner who's very insecure about their body, very insecure about the things that turn them on and turn them off. It's like and that could lead to a lot of stress. It's like basically it's like, oh, you're not pleasing your partner. So you're basically you're overthinking things and you're basically and you're basically thinking to the point like they're going to cheat on you. They're going to uh, see somebody else or bury it. They're going to break it off with you and then immediately hook up with another person mm-hmm. and and stuff like that. And that does happen. It does. because That I've happens. Had, I've had friends who have been in that situation where they put too much emphasis on, emphasis on the sexual component of the relationship. And it leads to a arguing. It's a toxic relationship altogether. Yeah. The arguing, the fighting. Yeah. And then... It just gets out of hand, and they break up, and they try to get back together, or they some. But if you really are, and you really yeah. care for the person, love the person, you then you're willing to go through that, all those phases of 
to intimate relationships. You're, Some people like, and there's pressure among people like between girls and guys who's uh, got a girlfriend who's yeah. and the who's, same who's having sex. Who's yeah. not having, so that's what it, that's what there's a lot of pressure and it's a stress. And not just like the girl on uh, guy relationships or the guy on girl relationships, but like this goes for like you know the guy on guy too and the girl on girl for like our LGBT <laughs> listeners yep. out there. Oh. Um, and yeah, and like I always tell like all my friends, it's like when you're searching for someone, make sure they have. I would like to say emotion. Yeah, once again, emotional, emotional maturity. Emotional, yeah. Make yes. sure that they have a good head on their shoulders to know that they can love you at not just your best, mm-hmm. but also your worst. Because there will be moments in life where you do get really low and you do feel very powerless in certain circumstances. And it's sad to say that there will be times where people even cheat out of stress because they're so stressed out about like their partner not being, you know, not being around them 24 seven to be their emotional support. So what are they going to do? They're going to get it from somebody else. And then that that emotional support can lead into things that weren't supposed to happen, but they did. Or make bad decisions and say bad things, say things that ruins their, that ruins their relationships relationships and that they regret. And then that causes like, Anger, resentment, and they get even more stressed. Right. And just a downward spiral. Right. And, so then, wanna, yeah. and then you have the stress that comes when you get out of a relationship. There, it, This goes mainly for guys. Because nine times out of ten, the ones who initiate breakups for, like, between heterosexual couples and even, like, um, sometimes the homo-romantic couples... Uh, with like two 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 men being together is the fact that got like you know it's mainly the guy's partner that's always like you know initiating the breakup mm-hmm. you know if things aren't working out yes. if you're dealing with a partner who's like too insecure too sensitive and stuff like that they're gonna basically break it off with you right then and there mm-hmm. you know I remember when I was dating this girl for like a few weeks mm-hmm. she and she had a horror story. She oh, just got out of like a very physically and emotionally abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy took like $7,000 from her. Wow. Uh, he would hit her, you know, it got so bad to the point where she had to run to her parents' place because they live in the same apartment complex together and she had to hide from this guy. Mm-hmm. And literally, finally, she was done with him. And then basically he wanted, uh, she wanted him out of her life. But the problem was she was carrying too much of that emotional baggage from that relationship. To the point where it's like, hey, you know, and we were and we were talking for a while. We were kicking it for a while. But I knew something was going to happen. I knew, but I said, hey, you only live once. So let me just see how this plays out. And I already knew. She jumped into the relate. Excuse me. She jumped into the relationship too fast with me because never before has she had like a solid guy to basically be good to her, treat her right, give her emotional and uh, emotional love and physical love and everything like that more passionately. You know, she's just used to, like, the douchebags. Yeah, the, and I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, that's something yeah. I just don't understand. We'll talk. We'll leave that for another Safe Space yeah, podcast. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and so that showed me that she was so easily stressed mm-hmm. by the thoughts of, like, you know, her feeling helpless, her feeling like, you know, her, her, her last guy ruined her, mm-hmm. you know, and... That basically led to saying, like, hey, let's just stay friends. But then here was her problem, which I knew that she lacked a sense of emotional maturity. Once she stayed friends, I'm like, okay, cool. I, I didn't I didn't make a big deal of it. But 
She started texting me back. She starts blowing up my phone by basically saying, like, why aren't you talking to me? It's like, look, we're not together anymore. We could be friends. But it's like, I mean, I want us to get back together eventually, but we could still be friends. We could still be platonic and everything like that. It's like, why are you treating me differently when you're my friend? Because what people need to understand this about me, when it comes to my friends, I'm not as available at the moment than I am with my partner. It's a little petty. And it's a little, like, messed up for my friends. But it's like, look, if I know that I got friends who are trying to get their stuff done, they're trying to get on their grind, then they respect the fact that I'm trying to do the same. So I'm not going to basically be around them 24-7, you know, to give them that um, emotional reciprocation and everything like that. So it's like, hey, they got to find a way to self-stimulate because it's like, look, I ain't your dad. I ain't your mom. You know, you got to find ways to entertain yourself while I'm not around, you know? You're not the... You're not a, uh, uh, what's the correct word? You're not like a media, you're not a... I'm not like an emotional a, catalyst. No. But I just will say, like, going on, like, a little different... There's people, there are, I know there's probably people out there who are looking at the fact that there was a girl that they may have liked or a guy they may have liked, and they were too stressed out or they, didn't, they wanted to have an intimate relationship with that person. But they didn't know how to go about it. Right. And then it led to them. And then it led to them making like a very irrational decision. Yeah. Right. And see this, like, like I said, stress of relationships, they go hand in hand, man. Mm -hmm. They do. And it's like, so you got to ask yourself the relationship that you're in now, is it relieving the stress or is it bringing more stress to the table? Because if it's doing the latter by bringing more stress to the table, then maybe it's not the right thing for you at the moment. Is it a healthy relationship? And you got also, exactly. You also got to ask yourself, is it a healthy relationship? Is it a relationship where I feel as though I could feel safe? I could feel open to express myself when I had a bad day or I'd be open to express myself when I had a good day. Because I really feel as though the number one thing that stresses like young people out is the fact that they can't express themselves without like, you know, people judging them. And this goes, and this is the same for like people in their middle ages too. It's like, I, that's the problem that I deal with that stresses me out every single day is the fact is that I can't express myself because, like, look, I've always been the shy, quiet kid, but when you get to know me, you see that I'm a total goofball. (laughs) And basically, it's, like, it comes down to, like, okay, why do you guys, like, what am I doing that's basically making you guys, like, get a a crazy vibe from me? Because, like, all I'm just doing is expressing my emotions. And that's the sad part about being a man in today's society. You know, a young man, especially a young black man, if you're happy and eccentric, people think that you're a weirdo. Mm-hmm. If you're sad and depressed, people call you an incel saying that, like, you know, you're a creep, you know, who basically just like sits in his mom's basement or whatever like that. I'm like, OK. And if I'm scared or if I get worried about certain things that I overthink, then I'm basically a guy who lacks initiative. I'm basically a coward. I'm like, uh, you know, a wimp. <laughs> And it's sad that basically, I think it comes back like there's some people who they subconsciously envy you. Yeah, they want to, and they and a little. There's a little bit of like maybe jealousy. Yeah, of you know, well he's got all this going for him, and there maybe don't have anything going for them, or they made a mistake and they yeah. have regret and yeah. they're stressed out and. Now they feel they want to take it out on you. Or yeah. Take it on someone else. Yeah. And they're just, they're just not happy people. There, there's the old there's the old mm-hmm. saying. When you're the champ, everybody wants to take you down. Mm-hmm. 
everybody wants to take you down. And that's what I want to tell to you guys, the listeners today. Keep being the champion that I know you can be. Don't let anybody ruin your day, ruin your your life, or better yet, ruin like you know your whole week, whatever period of time in your life that it is. Don't let people ruin it by basically giving into the stress of like them not liking you. It's like, especially if you're in college, like, and this doesn't even just go for theater. This goes for every major that you study. You're going to find haters left and right. You're going to find people that you don't click with. You're going to find things about this conservatory, this uh, major field, the people in this field that stress you out. So you want to get away from that. You want to basically go to someplace where you feel safe. That's why I went to the music conservatory like my first year at Keene Mm -hmm. because the theater people were too fake there. I went to the music conservatory because they were more opening. They were more warm. They were more Mm -hmm. welcoming. And music is more fun. Mm-hmm. theater very, should be the same way too Some, it's an outlet yeah. for, it's an outlet for people theater music yeah. it's, a, it's art a, is an outlet mm-hmm. for creativity mm-hmm. and that means it should be fun mm-hmm. so why are so many people i mean yeah there are so many people that do take it seriously and there are times where you have to take it seriously mm-hmm. a lot of times but but if you take it too seriously you're going to get stressed out it's not exactly and you're going to be i think less successful you're not going to let be able to the creativity, your whole, you're not going to be as creative as you think you can. If you're walking around stressed out every day and every and thinking about everything. You know, fun fact. Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. he did that speech on YouTube that basically broke the internet. Mm-hmm. And he laid down some knowledge. He said 70% of Americans, mm-hmm. numbers probably gone up by now, but at least 70% of Americans here in the United States, they don't enjoy what they do that's i've heard that also it they, don't, sad. they don't that's me they, they hate their jobs that's, they, they, that's really yeah. sad they don't like what they're doing and you wonder why do they hate their jobs especially if it's a job that you went for something that you studied for that was your passion because they didn't have that positive reaffirmation that basically motivated them to go for this position they basically said hey let me get this job so i could be successful mm-hmm. so i can make a lot of money but yet you feel empty inside. Mm-hmm. I even remember I made a post. It's like, now my mom tells me like, oh, Jordan, don't make posts on Instagram that are too personal for you. But it's like, sometimes you just need to hear from someone because you never know if someone's going through the same thing as you. I basically said to people, like, you look, this time I was in a good spot in my life where, I mean, well, you know, I'm still getting to a good spot in my life. But I basically asked a question to everybody. Have you ever had those moments where you just, you didn't feel sad. You just felt empty. You just felt like, what is the re this is stressing me out so bad that I feel as though what is the reason I'm even doing this in the first place? And you'd be surprised how so many people responded. I've had people crying to me. I've had people telling me it's like every day. People man. think like they don't want to express how they really feel because they think that they'll be picked on or they'll be they'll be alienated. But it's not the case. A lot of people, I bet and even here in this tri-state area of New Jersey, I think I bet there's 95% of people are in the same position. They yeah. have some type of feeling of either you know, stressed out right. or in a, had some doubt of a relationship at some point. If, you, if you're not, then I don't think you're human because everyone's had that. So. That is by far the most cinematic quote I've ever heard, which is great. Because like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, say that again. Say it again. If you don't have those moments in your life where you don't receive the stress, where you don't basically, or bury it, where you don't feel empty after feeling so defeated, then you're not human. 
That's why I keep telling people, don't be afraid to be real. Don't be afraid to like let yourself go, especially in times of stress, because if you hold so much stuff back, it's going to kill you, and both people, physically and mentally. And people put up like this wall, and they don't want to let other people really know how they are. It feel, yeah. But instead, yeah. they they turn to going back to the negative. bullying aspect, yeah. the negative and the bullying aspect of others. Yeah. So that's what's, um, I think so. It's which is the truth. And I just and I just really, you know, did stuff like this that kind of gets me a little emotional and you know it makes me want to cry sometimes because I wanna let the people who watch Safe Space know that that this is why once again, like we did with the main podcast before, this is why we're here. We're here for we're, you. We're trying to find ways to basically figure out what's going on in everybody's lives, what's causing so much stress, and how do we fix it? How do we find positive affirmations to give people more purpose in life? Because that's what Arnold Schwarzenegger also said in his speech to be successful. You gotta have a purpose in what you do. Don't go to plan B, is what he says. And he plan says, B sometimes is not the right plan. It's exactly. Sometimes plan B is not sometimes the right plan. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. Exactly. Because it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger believes that if you fall back on a plan B, then that means you basically had no motivation. You had no drive and you had no purpose. And like your original plan, because let's say if you wanted to be, uh, let's say if you wanted to be a professional mm-hmm. chef and you wanted to uh, cook for big leagues like Gordon Ramsay, mm-hmm. Gordon Ramsay, you know, he's like the Simon Baz of cooking. Oh yeah, he's great. He, he, he's, he's great. But I can tell for a fact that even Gordon Ramsay himself, he probably had to go through so much failure before he became yeah. one of the best chefs in the world. I bet I I bet he did because I mean I mean just watching him the way he acts he he takes that I think approach to build people build break people down or build and then build them back up to the best that they can be and he's looking for the best There's, and that's what we need to be exactly and like you know sometimes I wouldn't say like you know constantly uh, berating people especially like children and everything like that is a good reinforcement but it basically gives them a sense of the real world you're gonna have people that are gonna be harsh critics not harsh critics on you mm-hmm. not because that they hate you but because they want you to do better yeah that's literally what my teacher teresa for period style acting for world theater every time i was in a class she gave me the grade that i felt like i deserve mm-hmm. she felt like i deserve because she knows what I'm capable of, but she wants to see more. She wants to see me go at full 100% capacity. 110%. And, that, and that's why every time I do a performance for her in her class, I basically stick to the role. I stay dedicated. And that's teachers like that have really pushed me mm-hmm. to go far as an actor. They got me out of my comfort zone. And I needed to basically say not every performance I'm going to uh, give is going to be 100% great, mm-hmm. but it's going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. That's why you practice. That's why you get good at the things that you do every single day because you're shooting for a goal. Arnold Schwarzenegger, when he was working out, when he was going for the Mr. Universe title, he saw so many guys in the gym that were sour in the face, but he always went in with a smile. And then one guy walked up to him and said, yo, man, why? Like, I just need to ask you something. Why do you got a smile on your face? You got so many people in the gym working out as hard as you, maybe even twice as hard as you, and they all look so sad. And Arnold Schwarzenegger said, because I'm shooting for a goal. Shoot for a goal. And it's like... It's- and that's why I say you got to have purpose in what you do. You got to find those positive reinforcements for the stress because the more positive reinforcements you have, the better you'll be able to be at your job. The more better you'll be able to perform in school, the more better you'll be able to be perform in life and mm. your relationships and your friendships. And like, you know, you'll even have more better chemistry with your family. Mm. 
something that this is something that I struggle with because like literally it's chaos in my house. My mom has to, my mom and my dad, they're basically busting their butts to take care of like my nieces and everything like that before like they're ready to get on their own and go to college. But it's like, we have a very unstable family dynamic. It's like, you got me and my brother, you know, we're both grown men still living with our parents, but you gotta understand paying rent is hard out here for an apartment. Getting a house is, is super hard. You need to have like money at the wazoo in order to basically afford that house. So there will be times as an actor, like maybe there is sometimes where I need to fall back on my job at the YMCA in order to afford, you know, something that I need, like a place for me to stay, a roof over my head and food on my table. And my dad was trying to teach me a lesson of responsibility when I first got my car. It's like, now you got another responsibility, dad, the school and work. Now you got to take care of your car. You got to take care of your car payments. You got to be responsible because this is your car. Mm -hmm. This is your responsibility. This is your privilege. So you can't get stressed out when you basically make a mistake that could cost you a good penny budget your money do what you can and remember when you're driving he always says relax treat every day like you're driving a car you need to relax you need to have a sense of where you're going in life because that's how you take stress off have a purpose in life in everything that you do and i guarantee you you will be successful and you will be stress-free so with that said, we can close the Safe Space Podcast. Great way to close, Jordan. Oh, yeah, it's a great way to close. And uh, Jason, as always, it's a pleasure. It's and a uh, to... and uh, anything you want to give to the people out there? No, I think, um, like you, you said, like having a purpose, having a direction of where you want to go will lead to um, less stress. And you can be, achieve your goals and um, have a successful life and career yeah remember guys and don't, and don't give up exactly don't give up that's what even leads to more stress never give up because remember safe space is a place where you can be you where you can feel free to be yourself don't let negative reinforcements bring you down because that's our job here we want to talk to you we want to hear you we want be we want to be there for you you can always go to our website at safe space and and, and send us an email. And and just definitely, you know, if, you, if you're if you in college, if you want to look up, if you want to take a health class, I, if you're at Keene University, I definitely recommend Professor Bruce Gordon. Great professor. Yeah, Keene's a great school. Yeah, Keene is a really great school. But, um, yeah, so just think about lessons in health, you know, lessons in, like, you know, personal health and social health and stuff like that that you could really invest in or, like, stuff that could help relieve stress. Try to find ways to be happy. I would recommend a, a documentary on YouTube. It's called Happy and it's basically a, a a whole documentary showcasing, like, you know, mm. what are the things that make people happy in life? Really? Even, even when you have people that are in, like, you know, stages that would be seen as, like, more lower class, you know, mm. and, like, people from different places that have a lot that's, of... That, yeah, that's a whole other... Yeah. Like, people who have quite a bit who are unhappy, to, and then you have other people who don't have anything, yeah. and they're very happy. Oh, yeah. So, it's... Um, so, definitely, so, definitely get that a look. But, with that said... I'm Jordan, and this is Jason, and we'll see you guys next time. Hopefully in not another five months. Take care, everyone. Yes.